0: PlushCare.com slash weight loss.
1: In charge of a first senior A-final here in We're on the way here. Decent crown gathering. Will it be an Eastcock double or can Corsi Rovers complete the dream? As uh, Shane McCarthy goes on the attack, trying to run the ball down the line. But Fadonis will tidy up there. Dan Harrington, their former captain at number six, sweeps across the half-back line and looks across to a man that has a... Uh, a couple of county medals, of course, three in his back pocket from his days with him, O'Killian, Mark O'Keefe, as he drives the ball forward into the half-forward line. They lay the ball off to Jason Hancock, wearing number 10, establishing himself now on the right hand side of that Fadra Needs attack. Good, strong, powerful player, flicks the ball up the line to John Melrick, gives it back to Hankert again. A goal score against Kill in the group stage, Just this is lovely combination play, as it goes back again to Melrick in the inside-forward line. That's a lovely point, by Fadra Needs. splendidly created up on the right-hand side of the field. Jason Hankard and John Melrick. Lovely skill, lovely risky play as well, but and Milrick finishing it off
2: yeah they intertwined once or twice John and know it's be Jason Hankard he dropped the ball and I suppose his marker slipped and he was able to pick it and go again and pass it off to John Milrick of course the went directly Maybe, of course, they should bring Sean Toomey out as well, okay? They're trying too hard to get that ball in, and they're against a very slight breeze, so maybe they should get him out and get him into the game more in the half hour line.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. No ball has gone inside the exclusion zone, Halley, in the second half here, and again, leaping out of the air is the father centre back, Dan Harrington, but he left the ball behind him, but John Melrick was there just to pick up the pieces, and John Milwick muscles his way away from trouble, runs from the 45 to the 65, strikes it left handed after Halley, down to Billy Dunn, Billy Mulcahy behind him. Now he has the ball running away from trouble as Billy Dunn. This should be a score. It is from Billy Dodd. Four in a row from Fadra Nils. That's more like it. Five goals and ten points coming into this championship final for Billy Dunn. He's been really the go-to man in terms of the forward line if they need a special score with 1-4 against Cossie the last day. Two points today, one eleven to 13 at the moment. O'Neill's on top now in the middle of the field. chasing Hancock to Declan Dalton. He's looking for another point. He's been tugged back by this centre-back, Fergal Laden but he breaks the challenge, breaks the tackle, strikes the slitter and levels the match. Five in a row. This is a different Fado O'Neill's team and Cossie Roberts looking for a foothold now.
2: Yeah, and you have to say, look, I think it's coming from putting John Melrick out into that half-forward line. He's marking Richard Sweetnam. He's in the middle of the day, but he's getting that go-forward ball to them. Declan Dalton has responded well in this second half. He seems to be more composed, more head in the game, and we're getting more scores out of Billy Dunn. So Father needs to be delighted after ten minutes of the second half. Corsi Rovers getting nothing from the puck outs at the far side. They're not
1: winning any puck outs in the second half. They're really struggling, John Melrick picks it up again, and sends it down at the far side to Martin Collins. The ball is up in the air over there. Goes the are up goals. The father needs number 12, Joe. Melrick to try and control it, down comes the ball, away comes John Melrick, right left handed, he strikes it into a position that he might occupy the top of the right roll. the goalkeeper coming out from goal, just a little bit slow on the foot race there but he was helped out by his cornerback, uh, Billy Mulcahy is going to go to Column Daly, he can't keep it in play, that's the father on the sideline, 20 metres out from their own goal, the RC are from the other goal, the RCM and Tamacadam Cabbage Junior the championship quarter finals, Clannacilty 2 St. Mary's 1-6, and the beating St. James's by 13 13- points to 12 at Ballina Carriga here at the moment. 111 to Kosti Rovers. Remember at the break they led 111 to 9 points. 5 unanswered points by Fadra Needs They could tunnel around and lead by 1 at this stage 10 minutes into the second half. Will Dalton go for the score? He's on the 20 metre line. He channels the ball back to Mark O'Keefe who's straight up unattended. He's 50 metres out from goal. Mark O'Keefe looks to give the lead score. It came off the upright. It comes to Billy Dunn. He goes for goal. Stephen Nine was down. Just shoveled the ball away at the fast side. Could be gone behind for a 65. Is it going to be kept in play over there by Brendan Ryan? Did his best, and the referee has seen a foul. And the uh, Kosei Robles defender was Colin, R- Colin Roach, I beg your pardon. Colin Roach, and that's going to be a free out. But O'Neill's totally on top at the moment. What can Kosei Rovers do to get inside this half back line? Should they walk the ball up through
2: the lines a bit more, Tom? Well, I think now at the moment, Sean Toomey's after coming out around 45, so I think that's better for them because there is a slight breeze into their face, and he might begin to win a bit more ball there. But from a father O'Neill's perspective, as are any backs, any team, those two corner forwards, Billy Dunne, and Killian Braddock chased down the corner fa- corner back there. Went over for a sideline. You'd love to see that as a back if you're forwards to do that.
1: Ball is heading up the right hand side of the attack again. The left hand side of the defences manned over John Melrick. Totally on top now. Instead and out to the middle of the field, went through the holly Tiger Sullivan, who can't get any possession in the second half. Kevin O'Sullivan gets it. His effort is blocked down. Kosi Rovers struggling to get any kind of a foothold in the game now. Brendan Ryan now gets the ball. Was he tugged? He wasn't. He was robbed. And father Neils have a chance <laughs> of a lead score here from Joe Melrick. And Joe Melrick has obliged from left half forward. Another point for him. Another point for Melrick. And needs to beat five down and one ahead. They lead fifty to 11. they they've obviously got a talk into it at half time they've got a the bit between their teeth they've restructured reorganised and Corsi Rovers just struggling to cope 12 minutes into the second period
2: yeah and they've just composed themselves a bit more John they seem very gung-ho in the first half for their knees but they've gone back to the way they played in that semi-final making sure they get their hands on the ball moving it through Germerlaker is having a huge influence on the game Declan Dalton has come into it okay and Corsi Rovers can't seem to do anything right at the moment
1: well, Cossies are talking about a double substitution. Joey O'Neill, who got five points here last year in the county final against Castle Lions, number 12. He's going to be brought in very, very quickly. They need freshness somewhere at uh, the Rovers. They're also going to bring in John McCarthy. Both of these were named at the starting 15 but didn't start. Sideline in the middle of the field to Declan Dalton for Father O'Neill. Down the line, he sends it to Billy Dunn in the top of the right road. Billy Mulcahy tracking him. He's on the ground now. he's been challenged here by Foggall Lodden the referee penalised Billy Dunn for steps. And that's going to be free-out. The only thing I would say, Tom, is that such as being Father O'Neill's dominance, you think Cosy Rovers are too good a team not to have
2: another kick in them in this game again. Ah, uh, yeah, look, and they're only a point, John, I suppose. They had a fantastic first by the first five minutes. So, look, like we were saying about Father O'Neill's in the first half, they just need a moment or two, or maybe a free, maybe one inspirational play, get themselves back into the game, kind of calm themselves down and get that ball moving again, OK? Instead of trying to force the issue like they've been doing up to now.
1: Nahin takes the delivery up the left-hand side of the field. No sign of those subs coming on yet. John Milwick back there now. Going back to the full back line to gather the ball again. He's certainly taking control of it at this stage. 1-6 to Shandun. Seven points now to St. Fembaz in that Camogie semi-final. We have a clash of bodies here. We have two players down on the ground. We have a stoppage in player. Not a bad thing maybe from a Corsi Rovers point of view. Just to break the rhythm of the match and maybe start from fresh again and get those fresh legs, Jerry O'Neill and John McCarthy in. Because 14 minutes in the second half. Without a score, that is concerning for them.
2: Yeah, it is, look, and before they know it, they could be to the 50, 51st minute, John, OK, with no score. So they have a few minutes here now to try and compose themselves. There's a player from each team down, OK, so they need to just get a score on the board, OK, and to get themselves moving. Sean, Toomey, me, we haven't seen anything of him in the second half yet, not from, not by his own fault, but the ball hasn't been going his way. He's come out the field now, and hopefully, of course, the Rovers can utilise him to try and get themselves back in the game like Father O'Neill's have with Millerick. Joey O'Neill for uh, Brendan Ryan in the half-forward line is going to be the first alteration. And Joey O'Neill knows where
1: the goalposts are. He's been a huge player for Cosi Rose. Remember their campaign ended last year in January, 24 points to 21. The loss, of course, in the final to Kilmoyle, the Munster Club final after extra time. Bitter this here, and they've shown fantastic character. They're concerned, now, without any doubt, Uh, about Brendan Ryan, he's on the field he's receiving attention there he's the man that has been replaced but uh, we have another man down as well that's Fergus Laudan there so he's receiving attention again the centre back of course he so a double stoppage here a rhythm breaker from a Afadouni's point
2: of view they'll need to keep their focus just keep their concentration and try and pick up exactly from where they were yeah and, and, and they'll have to keep pushing on again look uh, Richard Sweetnam from Corsi's is, is playing 14, or uh, 15, sorry, and or 14, sorry, but he's playing centre-forward okay. And like we said in the first half, Father O'Neill seems to be marking man-on-man, but they should probably go back into a three-man full forward line Corsi Rovers and see which Father O'Neill's man goes in there. Maybe Joe will go back in there as, we, as Richard Sweetnam is a danger man, but at the moment Corsi's are probably playing into Father O'Neill's hands by keeping a four-and-a-half forward line. We're just away again after
1: a long stoppage in play here and Parky Creven just the side of the ball heading down inside to the inside forward line. Jason Hankel of and he's trying to get a score there. Ball breaking out to uh, Joe Milwick. He's been tangled by a couple of challenges. Cosi Rowers fighting for their lives back there. Billy Mulcahy back there and Martin Collins trying to usher the ball out. They've got the ball out to about 30 meters out from goal. So the original danger has been repelled, but that was a loose delivery. And Milwick picks the ball up again. Joe Milwick he gives the ball to Billy Dunn. Billy Dunn steady, sets himself and puts the ball between the posts. And suddenly being five points down... Father O'Neill's lead by two, 45, 46 almost on the clock. 16 points to Father O'Neill's. One goal and then an 11 here uh, to Cosi Rovers. A bit different from the high-scoring affairs that Father O'Neill's lost. 123 to 4.13 against Charlville. 3.17 to 2.13 last year against Cantock. This will do them nicely, though. No progress for Cosi Rovers again from another puck out. It's Dan Harrington who sends it down to put Father O'Neill's on the attack again. A lot of work to do for Cosi Rovers now to try and get back into their stride. Martin Collins under a bit of pressure back there doing the defending. Killian Broad. Over there, trying to put him under pressure, but the uh, Cosi Rovers defender walking his way out. They're looking for a outlet and a nolet ball. That was a loose pass, and it went away to a Cosi Rose man. has been picked up here, and a chance of a score uh, for Joe Milic. Is that another one for him? It's number 19. In fact, it is uh, on Motherway sending the ball in, but he didn't register a point. It's 16 to 111. we with a further change coming here, 15. 15- is coming on here this is john mccarthy and the man that's going off we'll just wait and see one all at the emirates thanks for that tom davo nunes at least he's so some use after 90 million he scored a big goal in a, in a big game the change is Brian Collins gone off this is interesting John McCarthy coming in and Poddy McMahon who we expected to see and who made an impression when he came on in the semi-final wants to get back in for Fado here so an nearly goal by Martinelli for Arsenal and an equalizer for Darwin Nunes for Arsenal 1-1 there for Liverpool so 16 points here to Fado 1-11 to Fado but that uh, to uh, Cossie Rovers 17 gone here in the second half still we're looking for a score they've won a puck out at least in the half hour line that is progress Sean Toomey might be to lay something off and the referee is going to
2: give him a free in and that will be welcome relief and I'm sure Sean Goheen just saying yes maybe the comeback can start here Yeah that's what we spoke about a few minutes ago John they just needed something a chance to get a free get a score on the board Richard Sweetenham got a score like this in the first half okay big pressure on his shoulders now 17-18 minutes into the second half to get to scoreboard motoring up for the first time imagine in the second half of course he's but should they get this point in okay Father O'Neill's our point up Going down the home straight after losing two finals, okay, who's going to blink first? Richard Sweetman 42 metres out from Gola he hung his head in disappointment
1: it never looked right the minute it hit his holly hu- and Cosy Rovers now have a psychological barrier to overcome after 48 minutes 18 blank minutes in the second half is relieved and delighted 16 plays 111 11 at the moment Poddy McMahon for John Milrick and the Fadonins attack for the conclusion of this game he led us back in there as well as Killian Broderick tries to tread the ball through the hat of the defence Billy Mulcahy going back skidding along the ground helped out by Colm Daly all hands to the pump and the defense there that looks like Mulcahy is coming out with it he in fact goes back to his cool bar and Stephen 9 did well to evade the challenge send it out looking for Sean Toomey who's back in the half back line looking for possession now they've been starved up there on the forward line the ball is only got to 45 out from goal but they've got the benefit of the decision Corsi Rovers they've got a free out you feel there's another kick in them we saw last year against Castle Lines. there were four or five points down 10-12 minutes into the second half I think maybe even oh. 6 and they battle bravely But their concentration
2: is totally gone Stephen Nine sent that free out oh, over the sideline yeah much like the chance Declan Dalton had in the first half too eager to take it ok he was trying to play a quick one overcooked it straight out over the line Father O'Neill's weren't even watching ok so yeah they just need a chance to settle them down imagine they're gone 20 minutes now in the second half without a score especially after that 20 minutes we've see, we saw in the first half so they need something to reignite the fire in them
1: Scores have dried up. I see Declan Walsh and Anto Hegarty with Sean Goheen down there and on Galvin as well. Trying to revitalize Corsi Rovers. The only two behind us Kevin O'Sullivan takes the sideline from halfway down to Polly McMahon. First intervention though, robbed by Sean Toomey. Left inside of the half back line. So they need to get up the field. It's three against two up there as the ball goes up the field. Have they got possession? They have with Richard them This would be a delivery towards the target. If it goes over, it'd be a massive boost. It's right and wide. It's did to score on the goal and lift. It looks like there's a bit of a breeze with Fadre in the second half and there's a, a back-off there now and Fadre O'Neill's goalkeeper has plenty of time just to play the ball out and no one more way gets it and from 45 out the field he sends it down he's going to hop maybe the invitingly there for Killian Brodick who ran out to the sideline he's trying to keep it in play he'll be happy enough for that he went off a red and white jersey and that's the Fadre O'Neill's sideline at Declan Dalton who started the second half with a real powerhouse his involvement from a general player haven't seen a lot of him this is a moment for him now between the 20 and the 45 metre line Dalton is well capable of putting this one between the posts. The game pretty much on a knife edge. 20 blank blank minutes for Kelsey Rovers in the second half. Nobody but nobody could have predicted that at halftime the way they finished the first half. But O'Neills have really responded. They lead by two. 16 points to one goal in 11 and Dalton hoping that he could go direct and put this one between the posts at the BlackRock into the field he sends it in left handed Stephen Nye it's only oh, left the ball behind him it could have gone anywhere Fergus Lorden managed to clear the ball away it goes over the far side and they were lucky they were fortunate Corsi Rovers but they have managed to try and clear the ball as far as the right half forward here's Tygo Sullivan way back in the defensive zone A couple of players involved in getting that out it might be the most orthodox route but they've got it out towards midfield but now, nope. again, they've lost the ball. Kevin O'Sullivan wins it back for Father Niels. Back down the throat of the defense. The hand of Martin Collins watches the ball falling. It goes behind in defense, and they've got it eventually to Stephen Nine. Now, a bit of space for him. Having received the ball from Billy Mulcahy, not a great delivery by him, either. It was 50 50 at best as he sent out. Cullum Daly tries to keep it in play. Close to the sideline. Podium, McMahon last touched it. It's a costly robo sideline.
0: It's that time of the year. 50
1: out from their own goal. The other thing is, we've been waxing lyrical about Father Needs turning the game around, but they haven't
2: put the game to bed by any stretch of the imagination, Tom. Oh, no, there's 10 minutes left. John, two points up, okay. And I'd imagine, of course, Rovers, if they were told at the start of the game, or at the start of the week, that there would be two points down in 10 minutes scored, they have taken that, okay. But you have to admire them in the sense that they're hanging in there and they're working hard. It's going to be a deal just to Billy Dunn. He's been tugged back. It was outside the D. He went for the goal. It's going to be a
1: 20 meter free. He was outside the parallelogram. And that came again from a poor enough line by Cors- Rovers, interrupted by Tomas Milrick, he sent a low daisy cutter inside, Billy Dunn had the ball, tried to swing away for Billy Mulcahy, and he was fouled just on the right hand side at the parallelogram, so it's going to be a tap over point for Declan Dalton, but there have been moments in the second half where the concentration
2: levels of Corsi Rovers have just dipped, and they could be fatal. They could be, And um, I'm, I'm amazed he, he didn't get a yellow card there, Billy Mulcahy, okay, he was, he was the last defender as such on, on Billy Dunn, okay, and he, but... He, he didn't get the yellow card they're three points up now okay but you have to as I said earlier you have to admire Father knees. they've made all the running in the second half you can't say Corsi Rovers have missed too many chances Richard has missed a Mr. free and a shot from play okay and that's generally been their only two chances in the second half Eight unanswered points by Fadla Nils in the second half. Have turned a
1: five-point deficit into a three-point advantage with seven minutes remaining. 17 to 11 at the moment. And Cossie badly looking for some bit of inspiration. Salvation in the attack there. A freeze eventually given by Kieran O'Regan after Sean Toomey was kind of just tripped as he tried to get the ball down. There's going to be a free in, but this is no easy free. That is the difficulty from a a Cossie Rovers point of view that there's a bit of hitting in this. Over 60 metres out from goal. And again, work to be done for the free-taker, Richard Sweetnam. He missed one from clay. He missed one uh, from a free as well. If they could get one, it might relight the fires and might give them the kick they need coming down the home straight. But there's a bit of hitting in this one uh, for Sweetenham. As I say, he missed uh, most of the game. The original fixture, when the teams met in the group stages, very different day. This is a master free in the game, against the breeze, 6 or 7 in from the near sideline, about 60 metres out from goal, and the southern stand side of the field is heading towards the far post, but it's gone wide at the far post, and it remains a blank scoreboard, and a 3 points advantage for Father O'Neills. Another big moment.
2: Yeah, it is, and look, from a course perspective at this stage, I suppose they should nearly throw off the shackles, John. You could argue it's a free shaft, and all the pressure's on Fadre Leans, their third final in a row. So maybe Sean Goheen and his management team should tell Gorses or get that message onto the field look, just go for it now, you six, seven minutes, and see what can happen. It's not turning out to be a classic, but it's a huge game to win for our club. Fardew O'Neill's three to the good.
1: Declan Dalton tries to get it. He was robbed there in the middle of the field. And away they come. Colm Daly getting the ball so far. Now it's going to be picked up by John McCarthy. One of the second half substitutes. His effort was blocked down. There just seem to be more Fardew O'Neill's players on the field at the moment than Colesley Rovers players. They're faster to the breaks in the second half. They're more determined. than this man Billy Dunn is out of the traps. Got the delivery into the top of the left. Has the hand in the air. A man who's a great affinity for Greyhounds. Steel. a great aff- for the Jim Forbes Cup if he's taken it home this evening to Gary Vaughan, Valley Ladies Bridge 18 to 111. Fadonis are four clear after that point by Billy Dunn and uh, Cossie Rovers was trying to break out the defense but the referee has called Fergus Lawden back and awarded a free to his team which the goalkeeper Stephen Noyne is going to come out with. It hasn't been a classic performance by any stretch of the imagination by Fadonis but maybe, maybe, maybe
2: just they're doing enough to eventually get over the line, Tom. Yeah, look, they've had three finals in a row, OK. They'll try to get over the line. As we said at halftime, it might make it all the more sweeter for them, I suppose. The last two years have been very difficult losing those two finals for them from that perspective. But look, if they get over the line, this will be really, really sweet from them down to East Corktown tonight.
1: A goal or a point for Cossie Rovers is vital. Stephen Nine goes for a point. He misses the target. That's amazing. 25 and a half minutes in the second half and Corsi Rovers have not managed to bother the scorekeeper having led by five points at the break and Paddy McMahon has a much quieter second half than he thought, as he drives the ball down the right hand side of the attack just slipped away from the hand of Tomas Milwick Corsi Rovers are looking far there with Olin Crowley at the left hand side of the attack he's helped out by Colin Roach, it's out near the sideline, the ball's still in the middle of the field a long way away from goal, it's DJ Toomey and tries to pick it up, robbed there by Declan Dalton, he gets it left-handedly looking for Dunn again inside, he's trying to turn Billy Mulcahy, he's turned him this time, he's on the Ruto's goal, this could be the moment, runs the ball in, but he's ran it to the right of the post and wide, the referee might give him maybe a free, might call play back, he ran and he ran and he ran, he was being challenged and rustled, but it looked like he was almost going to run the ball into the back of the net, Kieran O'Regan wants the word with his umpire.
2: Yeah, Billy Dunn ran in, t- well... He, he collided with the post, let's say. I don't know, was it from a tackle or from, or from what? But we thought he was nearly going to get a goal chance. It looked like, look, a similar incident to three, four minutes ago when he was true, he's being pulled back. So maybe he was being fouled. If the penalty was after, given, he'd be after giving it to already. But 111 to 18 points, okay, four minutes left. Even if it is a free in at this stage, I'd imagine Fodder Niels will only tip it over the bar, get a point on the board, okay? The referee doesn't seem to be doing much at the moment. He's talked to one umpire, he's coming over to the second one now, I think and he's a sitter in his hand, so we're not sure what he's going to be doing. News of the Camogie semi-final as we wait for the decision. One ninety-nine points now for Shandun
1: against St. Fennbaas. Just a couple of minutes remaining there, a few minutes remaining here as well. There's a 4 o'clock start at both venues. 18 to one eleven at the moment. No decision made yet, but Kosi Rovers, really, you could not imagine what has developed in the second half here. On the Fadonese half-back line and defensive zone have just got totally on top, and Kosi Rovers, you really feel sorry for the forwards. They've got no ball, no quality ball, running nine to goal score. Richard Sweetman, Tygo Sullivan, Sean Toomey. Nothing quality wise going into
2: them. No, and look, yeah, I think you have to um, admire and respect Sean O'Connor from Father Niels at three, and he's back, okay? He's picking up Sean Toomey for the second half, and he's done really, really well. We spoke about half halfway through the first half that he, someone could do a job that Joe was doing in the first half and get Joe out into that half back line and get the ball moving forward, which he did numerous times there when the need was most. Here is Sean Toomey. The scoreboard remains
1: unchanged 18 to 111, so there was no alteration. The referee had a word with the young Paul Billy. Dunn back up on the feet, so we as we were, again looking for the ball. In the middle of the field, and they're trying to transfer to Poddy McMahon via Declan Dalton with a scan out over the sideline and then 45 out from their own goal. There's going to be a sideline, there's another player down at the far side, so another stoppage in play. We are heading to edit time pretty shortly in two minutes. Four points between the teams, and at the base of what we've seen for Corsi Rovers in the second half, you just wonder is it enough for Father Neal's because they don't seem to be able to find any way through the O'Neal's defense. Daniel O'Donovan. It's going to be the next throw of the dice by Sean Goheen. It has gone horribly wrong for courses in the second half. Small little moments have gone wrong for them. Even the sideline now, which they just took, hasn't gone right, although they've won a free. Column Daly picked up the pieces. Rancho wants to take it quickly on the 65-meter line, but the referee is going to allow the substitute to be made. Now, the goalkeeper's coming out, Stephen now He just has to get something from this. Either a scorer, or keep the ball in play. It just can't go wide, Tom.
2: No, it can't, John. They need to get something in. I'd nearly even drop it in at this stage. OK, four points down. Okay, just to get something, you know, a, a break might happen. They might get a goal like their goal in the first half. But look, if they are to, if if is are to win and Coursey Rovers aren't successful, they can still take great pride in the year. Okay, they probably wouldn't have envisaged this coming up, but they've done fantastically well and can build on it next year again. Here is the free from his own 65 heading in around the house. Where's it going to land?
1: Oh, it's landed left and wide. And that, quite simply, is not good enough for Corsi Rovers at this stage. Big moments in the second half. They had few chances, but unfortunately, they just could not take him. 18 plays, 111, 30 seconds plus stoppage time. Remaining here at this stage in Parker Creve and Fadroni is aging closer to the dream ticket to the Premier Senior Championship next season. But the deal is not done yet. Tomas Milwick, number seven, gallops down the field. Or stepping inside the last line, heading towards goal. Striking the ball right handed and striking between the posts and four has become five for Fadra Nils and 19 point. And the Millers have been very good. Tomas Millick was named at seven. He's played at midfield. He's at a really decent hour.
2: Yeah, he has. He's two points to his name. John and Joe have done really well as well. Declan Dalton has cut out the puck out here, so will he slot it over the bar?
1: Yeah, racing way for his Marcus Attoi. Cosi Rover's team. Dalton going in left handed off the Holly and the 13 knit line. That should do it for Fadwa And there's a realization now from the squad and from the benchman headers and for the backroom team here that this could be their day and this is going to be their day punch in the air from Dame Colbert and Brian Sweeney after a lot of disappointment Fadra Nils look like they're there John Barry's going to be introduced as substitute a scoreless second half for Corsi Rovers and Fadra have hit 11 unanswered points to lead by 20 points to one goal and 11, a 6 points advantage, Mike Milwick is coming off and John Barry's going to get game time he's a player who's been a regular for Fadra for a number of years but suffered a lot of injury in recent times, he's getting his part to play in a county final winning team now it almost certainly looks like as has Stephen Nein, goes in the middle of the field towards a DJ Toomey, four minutes to stoppage time starting now, but Cossie Rovers cannot get through the half-back line, and Kevin O'Sullivan is there again to pick the ball and to give it to John Milwick, and Milwick releases it left-handed down the far side, it's got a spin away from a couple of players there, rushing back was Fergus Lawton to try and get it, and he's managed to get the ball back, and has cleared up the field there uh, by the right half-back, into the, what, 50 metres out from goal, but Daniel Harrington has been excellent in the second half he's in control with it again, a lot of balls has struck by Kevin O'Sullivan he's striking it down to Wales has got a lot to Billy Dunn country. Billy Mulcahy never far away from him Fergus Laudners they are 30 metres out from goal Coasey Rovers so far away now from the father Fadonese goal at the other side of the field and a scoreless second half for them trying to get out of a tight area is Colm Daly ball on his toes, picks it up from close distance, 45 out from goal, Out towards the left wing, very dark, this guy's here on Porky Creve now, as the ball lands inside Sean O'Connor trying to marshal Sean Toomey, Toomey has got the ball in the hand, but he's inside the exclusion zone, he's fouled by a combination of O'Connor and Melrick free into fadro O'Neills 62 minutes gone, it looks like it's a knees double, the green and gold of Dungorni, and the green of red of Father O'Neills look like they're celebrating here, father O'Neills are going to give Peter Hassett a gallop later on, as Kosi Rovers up Stephen Nye to go for the black, for the blockbuster, but it surely is a race
2: that has been run here Tom two of the four minutes have been played It has John, yeah, it looks to be out, but again you have to credit Sean O'Connor, okay, Daniel Harrington, John Mellerick, Kevin O'Sullivan has done really, really well in the second half and Declan Dalton has stood up and got some great scores as well, so right down the middle of that team there in is. I know it might sound, might sound like an old message, but right down the middle of that team, the core the spine of their team has done really, really well and pushed on in the second half 20 points to
1: one goal in 11. Stephen Nine just outside the 20-meter line for a gallon costly Rovers team, but they haven't scored in the second half. Nine will have to go for the blockbuster, the goalkeeper. He rams it in and it's gone into the back of the net. It is a goal. It's back to a six-point game, but in our, a three-point game, in all honesty, they needed that goal, about five minutes score. We've only a minute of normal time remaining. I might eat my words. The chance that they get the second one, Fado game management is the key for them now. 20 points to two goals in 11 one minute of stoppage time plus of course the possibility of a little bit being added on at this stage as it is 20 to 211 Coasey Rovers look for the puck out they just quite simply have to win the ball they've got it in their own half-back line it's a long way up though for the man with 21 on his back here this is Liam Collins Collins with an unusual cross field pass rather than driving it up It's gone across. it's holding side Looking for the danger man inside in the corner now, they'll be looking for John Father needs with enough players back there, John Miller got a touch, it just went out the field. Corsi Rovers have it again the game, suddenly finishing a welter excitement as McCarthy drops the ball inside, it looks like Sean Toomey cannot keep it in play, he can't. It's drifted right and wide, we're within 15 seconds of the final whistle and maybe just maybe that was the last chance for Cosi Robles
2: yeah the two important words there were at least four minutes okay the four minutes is up will he give him another chance to get a score it would be scant a reward for him given their second half performance okay but I imagine Hearts are beating fairly fast down the father Neil sideline there well, they're on their tippy toes beneath us. They want to see where this puck is going to go. It's got to the right-hand side of the
1: half-forward line for Fadon But Cosi Rovers have it. Running through midfield is DJ Toomey. He passes the ball inside to Olin Crowley. Crowley gives it to Fergus Laden. 50 meters out from goal. He sends it in around the house. They've got it into the hand of Sean Toomey. Or have they? No, it's gone over his hand. It's one back there. But Fadon haven't cleared their lines. It's going to come instead to Tygo Sullivan. Oh, Sullivan trying to walk it in. Gets it towards the Richard Sweetman, And he crashes the ball in. Got it touching over the ball. Oh, Cosi Rovers have suddenly sparked into life. That was half an opportunity. Sweetenham went it from about 20 meters out from goal. Got a touch deflected over the bar. Two points between them, but we've played a minute over the allotted five four minutes. 20 points to Fadro Nils. Two goals and 12 for Cosi Rovers. Fadra Nils are made straight all the way to the finish line, but the sweating is over. And Fadua Nils have reached the promised land. They are county. Scenery hauling champions and a gallant Kosi Rovers effort has fallen short on a scoreline of 20 points to two goals and 12. The Fadronese first can be lit. 26 years on from the, when they came through the glass ceiling and won their first ever East Cork Junior Hulling Championship so much has happened in that parish since then so many victories have been attained so many steps have been climbed and this is the biggest step of all the chance to play with the elite of Cork Hulling from a junior B-grade club in just over what 26 26 years from January to senior Premier Hulling in 2023 you could not deny Fadra Niels You'd want to have the stone to deny them. Okay. Todd, time in a row, remarkable success. Twenty points to two goals and twelve. Father needs are champions, but courses and weeks.
0: A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times.